Blog Talk Radio. Everybody here, everybody let's get into it. Get stoned, get started, get started, get started. Big Brother fans, this is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Happy Manic Monday. 
I'm Sherry Garcia, and this is the Rad Reality Show Network. It's April 9th, 2018, and it's just so awesome to have all of you here with us tonight. Our wonderful host of Manic Mondays, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10, has a fantastic show lined up for all of you tonight with two special guests joining her. In just a few minutes, we'll be having Veronica Doherty from Big Brother Canada 6 here to talk about her time in the Big Brother Canada 6 house, and we can't wait to hear from her. Uh, Then around 7.30 Eastern Time, B.B. Ken Joel from Season 4 will be here to share his opinions on the Season 2, and we can't wait to hear uh, what his opinions are on B.B. Ken 6. So we're going to be doubling your fun tonight. So make sure you get your questions ready. And you can uh, ask questions on tonight's show by clicking our link and joining us in our live chat room where you can type in your questions and we will ask them for you on air. Or you can just call in at 1-347-237-5506 and speak to Michelle, Veronica, and Joel and ask them your questions yourself and say hi at the same time. The only thing that we ask is that if you do call in, please press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. Now, we've got a tight schedule tonight, so I'm going to bring up our host and get it started in here. Hi, Michelle. How are you, and how was your weekend? Hey, Cherry Pie. Happy Manic Monday. Yay. Well, it was good. It wasn't long enough, but guess what? At the end of the weekend, what happens? Comes Monday, and it's Manic Monday, and I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and uh, everyone's going to like it. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm I'm... I'm on a different level, I guess, right now. <laughs> well, cherry pie. Listen, nobody wants to hear me talk, so I have to go and I have to go get a special surprise. Well, it's not a surprise. We already know, but I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta get her. I gotta go get Veronica so she can come and chit chat with us and have a whole lot of fun with us. So I'll be right back. Give me about a minute, okay? Okay, you go do that. So while Michelle does that. I want to say thank you to a bunch of people. Um, First of all, Jason Lee, who does our awesome posters, and Kim, who's been helping me out a lot recently, and to a very special guy named Garth for me. I just can't say thank you enough to Eric Firm for that. It is beautiful, and he... He knits it himself. He knitted it himself, and it is just beautiful. And I am going to have my own Eric Farm original scarf. I can't wait to get it. So I have just been blessed by so many people, and to all of the all of you people who have sent me get well wishes and prayers. I just want to say thank you again. You guys are awesome. And Terry Pie, Terry Pie, yes. Yes. Did you miss me? Have... Yes, we did. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you missed me. Yes, we do. So let's <gasps> give her a proper introduction, everybody out there. I know you're all excited. <laughs> so get your popcorns, get your wine, get whatever you want. 
water, whatever the case may be, because we have the fabulous Miss Veronica Doherty of Big Brother Canada Season 6. Veronica, are you on here? Say hi to everybody. Hi, 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 everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, you get applause, girl. Well, welcome to Manic Monday. We are very excited to have you on. Obviously, I am Michelle from Big Brother 10 from the U.S., and we welcome you. And Miss Cherry Pie is my co-host. We're very excited awesome. to have you, Veronica. Awesome. I'm excited to be here. All right. Let's just get this, this out of the way. Okay. You have like, so many nicknames, I don't even know where to go. So <laughs> what, what's your nickname, or, or do you like just like what you were named, Veronica? Because they're calling you Ronnie, and, and yeah. like what is going on with all this? What should we call you, Miss Veronica? We want to call you the proper Honestly, name. Honestly, I love it all. You can call me anything, but definitely, uh, you know, I was known as, you know, Rotten Ronnie on Big Brother Canada, so... I like Ronnie for sure. Feels more at home. <laughs> oh my God, I miss the Rotten Ronnie part. I don't like that. I mean, maybe it's because <laughs> it we don't get the feeds over well. here. But who said that to you? Oh, I'm gonna send them a spot and sandwich. Oh, well, we don't like that word, Ronnie. Anyway, we're not gonna use that. We're gonna call you Veronica. How's that? Okay, I like Veronica. Let's do it. Yeah, that's so. Ooh, I, people suck. Anyway. We don't suck here, though. Um, Veronica, we had such a pleasure watching you. And can I just say um, you're a badass bitch because you went in there like guns a-blazing, and you were so hardcore. So let's first talk about you getting into the house. Now, how exciting was it that Big Brother Canada, like everybody viewing, all of Canada, voted you in to the house like that must have been such an amazing feeling honestly it was it was incredible it was it was also such an honor because you know you're you're chosen to be on big brother um for a reason you know by all the producers you know who think that you have something you know to bring to the table whether it be uh you know you're very unique you know they think whatever you do for a living is cool your personality is great like you're chosen for a specific reason so then to be chosen by all of Canada, you know, to be to be um, you know, one of the gate crashers that came to the house. It was honestly uh, the most amazing feeling to know that you have like hundreds and hundreds of people that just are behind you every step of the way. So did you feel like, okay, I was gonna maybe kind of just be low key, I don't know if this is your plan, but this is just like a thought. If you were like gonna plan on being low key and then you find out that Canada has your back. So did you just say, you know what, I gotta, I gotta go balls to the walls. I, I gotta give everything right away, boom, bam. Or you know, did it, did it, your, your kind of like decision on how you were gonna play change a little bit at that moment when you found out Canada voted you in? So it wasn't essentially um, Canada's vote that made me sort of go in you know, um, so aggressive and hardcore, it was because I had to lie about it. So my plan was definitely going to be a little bit more passive in terms of my competitiveness and sort of my fierceness and everything that I had. Um, You know, even with my personality, I was going to try to tone it down. I don't think it would have worked, but I was going to try to tone it down. But then because I had to lie about why I was voted in the house and everyone was sort of skeptical and against me from the very beginning, I knew that from that moment on, everything I did 
um, everything I said had to be hardcore and aggressive because no matter what, I was a target from the moment I walked into the house. So I might as well, you know, give it all I got, um, you know, until I was eventually put on the block. Yeah, I was not happy about that day. Let me tell you something. Because I was hoping that you went in the house. So, And you remind me of me. Like, you're just kind of like, you can't really hide your personality. You are like, bam, you know. Like, you want to be competitive. You can't really, you know, hold that back, you know. Yeah. So, like, when I saw you and I was like, ooh, I like her. She's spicy and she wants to play. (laughs) She's competitive. And you were doing really, really good in the competitions. At any point were you like, hmm, maybe I need to take a step back? Or were you like, uh, I kind of can't really go backwards now. I just got to go even extra harder or extra, extra in certain aspects because at this point I'm already a target. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. You know, when I won that first competition there, the caged animals, um, you know, and, and the hands ended up taking the HOH. So I knew, you know, that was the only reason I was safe that week. I was a part of a two-week plan. If I didn't win that HOH, you know, there was a good half of the house that probably would have targeted me. So, um, you know, in order for me to just guarantee my safety every week, I just would have had to go as hard as I can in the physical comp and sort of in my social game in the house because I knew that they were coming after me. It was just a question of, you know, when. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the truth there. But you ended up giving it – to Hamza, did you just like? Do you think back like it would have really changed anything in the house? Like I would have done what you did. Why not give it to him and then you're safe, and then you have another chance to play HOH. I mean, do you really think that affected um, your game in the house? I think that it affected it uh, probably only in a positive way. I mean, you know, him being HOH allowed allowed me to be safe. You know, I truly believe that he wouldn't put me up. Because, um, you know, I don't know how much is, well, I, with how much is shown on the season, anyone who watches the live feeds knows that Hamza shouts out his fiance and talks to her every single day in the camps. He was really missing her fiercely. And, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I only have, you know, my family at home. There's not really any, you know, I don't have any loved ones that I'm sort of, you know, um, my heart is aching to sort of talk to them and see them. So I actually felt for my social game, because no one really knew me and I didn't have um, a very close bond with anyone, I thought that this would sort of so show my, you know, genuineness and my kindness and, and sort of my, a selfless act for me. And I think that it actually made a lot of people respect me a little bit more in the house by doing it. Yeah, I thought it was a good move. I mean, when you see somebody talking about their family, I mean, I was one of those people that cried like a baby every day. And yeah. so I could see where, like, you know, just doing that for your own heart and, you know, knowing how much that would mean to um, whomever, you know, would be the person and how much he did love it. And we all cried, like, when he was, you know, getting um, the feedback from home and, and hearing his, yeah. you know, um, his wife and all that. So it was nice to, to hear that. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you think that, um, I know I got a lot of these questions and they kind of like were the same from a lot of the people in social media. Like, do you think that looking back now, like you could have came up with like a different kind of story or, you know, cause it already started to be a little shaky with how you guys got into the house, how you and Marin, mm-hmm. um, kind of just came out of the diary room like, Hey, Hey, here we are. What's going on? Hi. What would you have came up as a story, like, looking back now, what would you have said? 
Well, honestly, I, you know, cause because you're like, your, your 50% of you is just in complete shock that yeah. you're going in the house. So you're sort of caught up in all of those, you know, whirlwind of emotions. And then the other 50% is great. I have five minutes to think of a lie, you know, to go into a house that we thought was going to be empty or we thought we were going in day one. We had no clue we were going in a week late. We had no clue. Yeah, you know, there was going to be a house full of people. So I thought, I think that if I went in again, we could have kept the line so much simpler. We could have even told them, you know, we came in the exact way as you. So we could have told them, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever you did before coming on the show is what we were going through as well. But just we thought we were coming in today or we thought we were coming in with you guys today and we had no clue we were coming in late. We could have told them it was simple as that. We were brought on stage to be introduced it was just us two, and then we were brought into the house. And, you know, that would have been a little bit better than making up a whole thing about being brought in from the audience and, you know, going on a super fan contest and everything that we said that was so unnecessary. We could have just said, hey, same day, same thing as you. We have no clue how we're in here right now and sort of just been a little bit more real with it, a little bit more authentic. Yeah, but that would mean that you would have time to have thought and not be excited and not be, like, you know, you're walking into the big little house. There must have been so many emotions that you just mm-hmm. couldn't even think like that, you know? I mean, yeah. forget about the fact that you had to come up with a story. You're walking into the Big Brother house, and, yeah. I, by the way, the theme is amazing. What do you think about, like, the devil and, like, you know, the angel, like, the the yeah. purity and then the darkness? It was well, such a cool house to look at. Is, is I did, we didn't even know, even on the moment that I walked to the house, I still had no clue what the theme is because we weren't told anything. We weren't told we were being portrayed as angels. We weren't told we were being portrayed as devils. It didn't clue into me why I was wearing white all the time. I thought it was just because I had a really killer tan from my <laughs> Well, girl, so it I looked like you had a killer tan. You did. You did. <laughs> so I had no clue. Even, even walking to the house, you know, it has a very, you know, it has very, you know, heaven and hell, but it also has this medieval theme to it as well. So it was super confusing. But honestly, I, I think it was really cool. And I think it was sort of ironic that I was portrayed as the angel, which makes sense on like my daily, everyday life, not in the Big Brother house. <laughs> but then, you know, the Big Brother house, it can definitely bring out the best and worst in you. So, oh my or God. the best and worst of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, um, well, you were you a Big Brother fan before, so you've like watched it. Um, are, would you consider yourself a super fan? No, I've actually only watched one and a half seasons of Big Brother Canada. One and a half seasons. So you were yeah, kind of so just I didn't finish thrown in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, it was my friend, you know, telling me you'd be perfect for the show. I watched a couple episodes, thought it was amazing, auditioned, and then, you know, I made the cut. So it was super new, super crazy, like, you know, going in very blind, um, you know, and I and I, if I probably watched more, um, you know, maybe I would have had a different intake on it. But but maybe not. Who knows? You know, I, it almost worked to my advantage in a way because I didn't. I could sort of just go with the flow and take things as they come. But there's definitely certain things that I probably would have dealt with a little bit differently or better if I had prior knowledge to the game. It's a possibility you might have, and then you also might have had more paranoia, more scenarios more different ways people play games in your mind. So maybe just being kind of like fresh and, you know, going with the punches, you know, um, you yeah. just never know in that house, right? You just, that house is exactly. crazy. 
Isn't it crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, what was like one of the things that you were like missing in the outside world? Was there one particular thing that you were like, if I could just have that right now, I would be fine, whether it be for a second or for a day or whatever. What was like the most the biggest thing you missed? Honestly, it was music. It was uh, it was yeah. being able to listen to music. I was probably, you know, um, definitely the top three house guests in the house that would get in trouble for singing songs. Um, you know, I would get in trouble for it, and then 30 seconds later start singing the same song again because I was just so, I just forget so easily or I just want music so bad. And in my everyday life, I'm constantly listening to music. Like, I, I download, you know, at least 10 new songs a day of me just browsing the web. And so to not be able to have that outlet... Uh, you know, and it was nice because at least, you know, we can use whoever was the HOH um, that week. We can go in and listen to their music. But to have sort of my own music and sort of the my own songs that can take me away into whatever sort of mind state I want to be in was very hard. Maybe like a little rave music? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my beats. <laughs> yeah. I can I can get down with that. You know, I can get down with that. Yeah. I've done a few <laughs> raves in my day. You know. Yeah. The good old days. Oh, oh, yeah. I used to just, Used to go to Sound Factory in Manhattan. Whew. Oh, jeez. Oh, let me tell you I about it. Braves are really good too. Yeah, so, that's a that's a discussion. Now. That's a discussion we'll have on our own privately. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to some questions. I know all of you out there have been uh, sending in questions through social media. Uh, we have a lot of people that are going to probably be calling in. So if you are calling in, guys. Please have your question ready to go. It's 347-237-5506. And also we have chat room questions coming up. Let's start off with, um, I got a question um, from Sally B.B. Alley. Love Sally B.B. Alley. I like that. <laughs> now that you had time to think about, about it, what would you have done differently and why? Um... Uh, as much as it pains me to say this, because I'm, I was so, you know, I was so dead set on this decision, I probably wouldn't have voted for Jesse um, or to, for uh, Olivia to go home and I and to keep Jesse because regardless, he was going home no matter what. So it wasn't like my vote really made a difference. And if if anything, that is what made people question their trust for me the most. So I think that was one of the deciding factors is that not only am I a big, you know, physical threat and, and uh, you know, a lot of the people in the house, mainly the girls, were, were scared of me in that way, but they were also afraid that even though I could probably be a good ally for them and, and uh, it, they, they, didn't, they, they thought I would turn on them and they couldn't, they couldn't trust me because they all assumed it was me who did not vote. So I think that I would have just, you know, waited a little bit longer to stir things up, you know what I mean? Maybe waited for someone else, didn't didn't spend the whole week telling people I was, or telling Jesse I was keeping him, and, you know, to get a little bit of the heat off my back, I think I would have waited on that one. It was like the vote heard around the world. I mean, goodness, it's not even mm-hmm. like the vote was like a four to five vote or if it was a tie. Like, yeah, yeah. Been like I just threw my vote because I felt bad for him and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, people make such big deals. But, I mean, everything is so emphasized in that house, right, Veronica? That, oh, yeah. like, the littlest thing is like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's it. We got something on them. So they mm-hmm. pinpoint on that, and then that's how they get the attention off of them. So Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Oh, goodness gracious. I mean, though, you know, did you know 100% for a fact that he was going home, or did you throw that vote because you thought there might have been a possibility that other people were going to vote for Jesse to stay? No, I was pretty sure that uh, I was pretty sure that he was going home. I, I, it would have been amazing if people did vote for him and he would have stayed. I would have thought it was hilarious, and that would have been a whole different thing. So I guess I had hopes that people would vote for him, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I knew he was going home. All right. There you go, people. All the ones that ask a question about the vote. I mean, I must have gotten, I don't even know, a half a dozen about the vote. So there you go. I'm sure that answered a lot of questions. I have a couple questions. of questions from the chat yeah. room. All right, Cherry, let's, uh, let's uh, ask Veronica the two, chat room questions. Two real quick ones. Um, one from Eduardo Somero Jacinto Tabrila. Um, do you Eddie. or other people on your show hype up your personalities for the camera? Um, do other people hype up their personalities or do I? It, well, do you or other people on the show hype up your personalities for the cameras? Oh, so I could say, um, you know, this in complete confidence and anyone who knows me, uh, I was completely and utterly my exact self. Um, you know, on on the on uh, on Big Brother Canada on the live feed, you know, I'm always that crazy and wild and loud and silly, and that's just me in my everyday <laughs> life. I definitely think there are house guests um, that do try to hype it up a little bit more. No, really, I mean, no, say it isn't so. It's the cast that I was with hyped up their personalities. I think that uh, they're doing a pretty lame job at it. Um, but no, I, I, I'm sure in previous seasons they have, but in my house, you know, I think everyone, I don't think anyone else types up their personality at all. I think all they do is just lay around and, you know, suck on their thumb half the time. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the other one was, are you watching the live feeds now that you're out of the house? Yes. Are you sneaking around <laughs> watching them in the so live feed? I, I definitely do. I, I definitely do peek around, you know, a little bit night I'll go in um, usually between you know nine and uh, nine o'clock p.m. and, and uh, midnight so it's pretty late not, not really during the day and if I do watch the live feed it's mainly watching conversations that you know Will is in because he was my closest ally and I like to sort of see where his mind's at uh, what he's doing what he's thinking you know sort of who he's who he's um, you know having relationships with since I left the house in terms of, um, you know, allies and alliances and such. Other than that, you know, no one really interests me enough to be watching the live feeds. Um, I can sort of predict every single move that anyone's been making lately. And it's just, it makes me cringe watching the live feeds a lot of the time. So I do sometimes at night, but usually it's only to watch uh, my numero uno will. Yeah, well, we do spoilers here, people, so... If you don't like spoilers, put your fingers in here and go, la, 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 la. <laughs> okay, so. And that question Veronica. was from Rick Gus, so thank you, Veronica. Oh, thanks, Rick Gus. <laughs> um, obviously, the spoiler would be, you know, who's on the block right now. So Ryan and Will are on the block. Yes. Oh. I know. <laughs> no, bueno. So yeah, is, that, what, is that pretty much predictable and that Johnny didn't use a veto? Um, well, you know what, Ryan being on the block is no surprise to me. I think, uh, you know, he's been on the block for the last, you know, two weeks now, sort of back to back. And, you know, Kayla, who is the head of house, 
she hasn't liked Ryan and has been pretty, like, uh, um, you know, apparent about it since I've been in the house. So it's the easiest move to make without getting blood on your hands is to put Ryan up beside everybody else because everyone sort of finds Ryan annoying and no one can really trust him and it is not close. And, you know, they all think that he's been lying from the beginning, but realistically everyone's been lying from the beginning. It's just like how you said about people making a huge deal about things and sort of sticking on it to get the heat off their back. So to me, I think it's a really pathetic move, um, you know, in terms of sending Ryan home because he's not a threat at all, at least at this point in the game. He could, he needs someone. He needs an ally. He, he could be your, your loyal vote. Putting Will up beside him is very risky because at the end of the day, Will is a big target in terms of his social game. It could be very easy for the house to turn on him and send him home at this early on in the in the game. Um, but no, I figured Ryan would be going up. I wouldn't be surprised if he went home. Um, it's just an easy, easy bloodless move for Kayla to make. No one will be upset with her for sending him home. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty much kind of like you'd have one person mad at you if you were HOH if you put him next to Ryan every time. I mean, yeah. and nine times out of ten, that person has left. So you yeah. really don't have to face the fire. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like... Yeah. Look how I feel like with my season, they put Jerry up, you know. Every time somebody, if they put Jerry up, which was every week, whoever was next to Jerry would go home and, you know, and it was just the way it was. So um, what do you think the chances are that, you know, Will will be able to stay over Ryan? Do you think it's going to be like a tough one? I think that this is the thing, you know, unfortunately, people who could be, you know, I, we call us the, uh, the misfits, you know, we, we have the misfits in the house who are, you know, me, Paris, Will, Ryan, Marin, Hamza, you know, sort of those, that sort of, you know, alliance. And then we have the, the, the popular kids, we call them, which is Dela and Erica and Ellie and Liv, you know, so we, we had, a, a, you know, an alliance that could have been strong, but unfortunately people keep, people are too afraid to, to, to pick a side and they're sending their allies home. So they're sending Marin home, Hamza home. They're sending me home. So Will is losing his votes right now that he could have had for sure. And if anyone gets Paris or Maddie to swing in their direction, because, you know, Ali and Olivia and Erica and, and all of them are doing a pretty good job in terms of making people trust them and believe them when Maddie and Paris and Will, they're going to be next on the chopping block. So if, if they stay loyal to Will and you know what I mean? And, and don't sort of swing another direction. I think he has a good chance because I'm pretty sure he only needs four, four votes. So, you know, if he can keep Maddie and Paris and hopefully do a good job in terms of, you know, keeping Johnny on his side and, and anyone else, I think he'll have a good chance. And I think if Canada decides to use the vote or the veto, um, you know what I mean? I think Will's a very loved, loved guy by by all of Canada. You know, he's very goofy and genuine and, and fun. And I think that he has a good chance uh, for Canada to save him. But but I don't know. It's a toss-up right now. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, he got the phone call from his um, his family and, uh, you know, kind of uh, touched the heartstrings. And we all know mm-hmm. that we in the, with this world and how it is, okay, I have a good story, a heartfelt story. And Michelle? It's something nice in, in, instead of having, you know, bad news. Everybody just loves to see that he got a phone call from his son and his family. So exactly, nice. you know, and, and, and everyone can relate to that. And, you know, obviously his money would be going to, you know, his, you know, his child and to giving and making sure they have a good life together. So 
it's not like he's just, you know, going to use it to go on a shopping spree, which is fun and fair. But I think, like you said, a lot of people will relate to him and, and hopefully he'll be able to, to get to get the votes he needs. I'll definitely There's nothing wrong with a shopping spree, spree, just to let you oh, know. Oh, hey, that's where I was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Veronica. I the pedicure and some good clothes. Yes, manicure, <laughs> pedicure, massage, yeah. just whatever. All that. Well, Veronica, we're going to have a, some other alumni joining us. I yeah. think we'd have ourselves like a little party. I love it. BB can party. Yes, yes. So um, I think Joel is on. I think you already spoke to Joel. So we're going to have Joel um, come on and and join us in our chit-chat because I have some more questions for you, and then I have kind of like questions for both you and Joel. So um, let's bring up Joel, Cherry Pie. Okay, and I do have uh somebody on the switchboard with a question when you guys had the, the time just just wanted to let you know so here is our guest joel from bb can four hi joel thank you so much for coming on the show you're on with michelle oh, and it's, veronica it's, oh it's, hi, it's such a delight I, I i'm overwhelmed i had some twizzlers and i thought nothing can top that day but now i'm talking to some beautiful dates and that's just like totally it's like it's like a 10 out of 10 now it's like a 12 out of 10 yeah yes. oh, like i just pictured that commercial where the twizzler comes down and the person's like really serious yeah. all of a sudden the twizzler goes in their nose and it's like you know yeah. i just imagined that you doing that joel yeah but the pull and peel not the regular twizzlers regular twizzlers is boring that's old school we're new school now I oh, agree God. with you, Joel. Pull and peels are much better. Freaking right. Freaking right. Out. Well, welcome back, Joel. Nice to have you back. We haven't talked to you in a little bit. Um, you've got a lot going on. And I believe that you have yourself a podcast, too. And I think you spoke to – did you speak to the, uh, Veronica on there recently? I did speak to Veronica. She uh, had a lot to say, just like she did on the show. And uh, there was some eye-opening things. I learned all about that hookers have more than one job. It's not just what you think a hooker does. (laughs) Hookers do other things, too. And Veronica knows exactly what I'm talking about. They have a very important position on a team, put it that way. Veronica can fill in the blanks. A, it's a rugby position. <laughs> well, all I gotta say is random thoughts with Joel that can just go anywhere, right, Joel? Boom. What it's about? That's it. the idea. Mic drop. Goes. Mm-hmm. Love it. Can you quickly talk about when your show is on and air so that everybody out there um, can listen to? I think it's on YouTube, right? It is on it is on YouTube, so I do Google Hangouts. Um, it, it, it's not really necessarily a set day. It's usually been uh, twice a week. So um, usually I, I've been lucky enough to be able to have guests typically on Sundays. So uh, yesterday I spoke with Hamza, had a nice long chat. The guy did not mince words. Uh, he had a lot to say about a lot of people. He basically threw just about everybody that's left under the bus with the exception of really Erica is the only one that he didn't really have any, have too many bad things to say about her. I think he only said one or two bad things, which was pretty good for Hamza. Uh, so yeah, Sundays is usually the days and then uh, Sundays and Tuesdays. 
seem to be the regular days, but it's all in who I can get on the show and when. So it's random. It's random thoughts. It could be any time. It could be right now. I could be doing a podcast as I'm speaking with you. It's random. <laughs> yeah, we can intertwine and intermingle our hooker oh. jobs. Why not? We could <laughs> podcast. We're like all hookers. We, could... we all actually have a, a hooker in us, I think. Agreed. Yeah, there's a hooker in all of us. <laughs> That's the saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well... Um, Veronica, I have a question for you, and then I have a couple questions for both of you guys. Um, there's a question that somebody was begging for me to ask you, Veronica, and then I have kind of like a, a mix um, for the both of you. But Veronica, ask Mike number three. I love these people's handle names. It's amazing. <laughs> he says, I love you, Veronica. Love you. Uh, I love you. I love you. And That's he not a says, question. How, I, well, he was making a statement first. So then he's he's asked question. How do you feel knowing that Canada has a vote um, to save somebody? And he also throws in another comment, and he says, "By the way, love your tats." And I think it's tats, not. I don't think he misspelled it. So. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. I love you too. First of all, love you, love you, and secondly. Well, I think uh, it would have been, you know, fucking nice if uh, they had that on my week, my eviction there, you know. So, of course, it makes me a little bit better in knowing that I could have been saved two weeks ago by Canada. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I'm glad that, um, you know, they have the option now, especially, um, you know, with having Will, my best friend in the house, on the block. It sort of gives me a little bit of hope in terms of um, him being there or else I'd probably be a little bit worrisome right now. Um, but I think it's awesome. You know what I mean? I think that Canada, you know, we know a lot of things that the house guests don't know, you know, just by being able to watch the live feeds and listen in on conversations and stuff like that. And I know that at the end of the day, Canada will always make the right choice, um, you know, in terms of who to keep and, you know, who's, uh, who's most deserving to stay in the house and stuff like that. So I think it's awesome. I just wish they had it when I was on the block. <laughs> it might actually cause a little bit of, you know, uh, friction in the house if it, if they do save will and then they have to put somebody else up or i, I really don't know how it's going to oh, work yeah. you oh, know yeah. I would, I so that could be it, fun honestly i would oh yeah i would love it you know i've been waiting for them to draw that line in the sand like a definitive line that people can't cross and you know step over and come back so i'm super pumped i, I really hope that if that's the case um you know it shakes things up a little bit well i mean joel i'm gonna ask you the same question i don't know if mike loves you so i gotta <laughs> take out that comment and I don't know if he loves your tats or your wow. <laughs> But how do you feel about Canada being able to save somebody? I mean, I, I think it, uh, sort of, it's something that uh, we, we've seen before, but I think it's a, it's a fun, interesting twist because uh, we've seen, uh, at least over the last few weeks, uh, some of the bigger characters, some of the uh, – people that weren't afraid to put and make big moves. So uh, this uh, twist is clearly designed, in my opinion, to show people like, hey, we're getting to the halfway point of the game. It's time to stop like playing, playing things safe. It's time to start cutting people, whether it's uh, Erica cutting some of her competition or whether it's uh, other people cutting Erica or cutting Johnny, who, who seems very well aligned. It's time to start like actually – playing hard and aggressive those weeks 
where you're doing the easy thing are done with. And it also is something that I think everybody who's a fan of Big Brother Canada should have expected something like this. We've seen it time and again on Big Brother Canada where fans have a say, whether it's like saving somebody like they did Suzette in season one, or whether it's putting yeah. people on the block when Canada was HOH in season number two. That's the tricky thing and something that you need to be aware of when you're playing Big Brother Canada is it's kind of a combination of the U.S. version where you need to be good with everybody else in the house, but you also have to have a certain element of uh, the European version of the game where it's all about fan voting. So you need to you need to balance things out with your popularity, with the public. You can't be seen as like the number one person that is running things. You still need to give the audience some, some good stuff that makes you entertaining. You also need to be well-liked within your house. So it's a, it's a good balance and something that I think you can't prepare for all the twists when you're in there, but it's something that I think they should have thought in their minds coming into this that there was going to be some point where Canada was going to have a say, and here it is. Of course. I mean, what I got out of that is you want to cut somebody, all right? I tell people, <laughs> Joe wants to cut somebody. <laughs> He's going to cut you with some Twizzlers, all right? Watch your back. No, but I think it'll, um, you know, just make the house kind of go, okay, it's time for us to, you know, have the, you know, the the, the Dela and the, the Ali and, and Liv, you know, it's about time go head to head and let's really yeah. get, our, mm-hmm. get our hands dirty here. So, yeah. all right. Well, we love we love the Canada vote then. So, yay, yay, go Canada. Vote your heart yeah. out and make it exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Cherry Pie, let's bring up uh, the caller that's been waiting so patiently. We do have a caller right that's been waiting for a while. <laughs> Okay, we have Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, everybody. Hello, Kim. Hello. Hello, Joe. Hi, Veronica. Hi. Hi. I'm so glad to talk to you all. And um, I'm sorry, but tell Ed that I love Veronica more. I love you. <laughs> well, we're about to have a fight. We're about to have some hair pulling going on here. <laughs> There's a um, to go around. <laughs> I want to ask Veronica, um, now that she's seen the feeds, whose game is she impre- more impressed with or thinks different of than when she was in the house, and whose is she more disappointed of? Good question and comment. Um, so I think that um, I, I think that Olivia's game is impressing me a little bit. Um, you know, regardless of, of of how I felt about her when I was in the house, you know, she clearly um, has been able to sort of sway things her way. Um, you know, in terms of discussions she's she's uh, been having with people, she's very good at you know, manipulating and, you know, she can keep a straight face. She's a very good liar. You know what I mean? She, she doesn't have much emotion um, to her and her personality. Um, so it's very easy for her to sort of, you know, um, stay on the ball in terms of, in terms of manipulating and, and, and sort of making plans. I think whose game is disappointing me um, is probably, Probably my friends in the white room, you know, it's, it's hard for me to say right now. It's a mix between 
Maddie, Paris, and Will. You know, they've been very they've been very quick to throw each other under the bus. They keep trusting the wrong side of the house. Um, you know, and they're they're getting worked a lot. I find. I think they're a lot smarter than they're than they're making themselves look right now. And if they just sort of opened their eyes. And if they all just talked and, and, and was open with each other, they would realize sort of the lies and the deceitfulness that the other side of the house is making them feel towards each other. I think because they're so quick to throw each under each other under the bus, I think that their alliance will crumble and fall, and eventually they're just going to get picked off very easily and won't have the votes going forward. So I wish they would stand a little bit stronger together um, mm-hmm. you know, and, stop, and stop being so unloyal to each other. True. Yes, very true. Good answer. Good answer. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Right, Kimmy. Kimmy, do you got any other questions, love? Um, Joel, uh, do you keep in contact with Tim and Cass? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I talked to Tim. I think I was in Australia. Unfortunately, I was a, a long ways away from uh, Tim in Australia visiting my sister over uh, the holidays, but I definitely uh, have touched base. Uh, with Tim on a few occasions, uh, Cassandra as well. She's off traveling all the time. She's getting married, I think, sometime in the summer or or the fall. But uh, yeah, yeah, every once in a while, sure. Oh, great! That's awesome. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if um, if Veronica and Cass were in the same season? Oh my God, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be that, I, that, that. That would be. Uh, that would be a tricky one for me. Like, I mean, it would be entertaining I because you guys, I, I think you guys would, well, I don't know. That's Ooh. the thing is like, if, if I, I'm trying to think of, it makes me think of uh, when LaVita on last season, who I was really tight with, and also Cassandra, who I made an alliance with, and LaVita was pushing so hard to get Cassandra out. And then there was a situation like right before an eviction where LaVita was like, throw Cass off. And Cass was like, no, do this, no, do that. And I was like the person in the middle, like two girls sort of fighting over me. And a part of me in my real life, I would have been like, oh, my God, this never happens to me, like, ever. This is really cool. And in that moment, because I was playing his brother, I was like, oh, my God, what the hell do I do in this moment? Stop yelling, stop going at each other, and you're making me confused. Uh, but it was like, Goodness, it now, girl. like, oh, girls never fight over me. That's cool. Yay. <laughs> well, thanks. That's so adorable. Well, thank you, guys. I love you. Thank I love you, you Veronica. I love you. Love you, Kimmy. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Yeah, that was intense. Woo. <laughs> yeah, was. All right. Next time I see you, I'm just going to pick a random fight with any girl that walks by over here. I'm going to be like, will you look at him? Will you stare at him? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, okay. Well, this I is have- something that... Um, what? Did I say something? I have yeah. one question from um, the chat room oh. again, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, um, no, go for Eduardo, it. I'm looking over my notes. i got to make sure I don't ask the same question, so go for it. Eduardo asked, will you both go on another TV show in the future, and if so, which one would you like to go on? Um, absolutely, I would. You know, everything and anything, um, you know, I just want to jump into it all right now. Probably the first one on the list would probably be Amazing Race. It was brought yeah. up a lot um, in this season with, with my other house guests. That'll be a really fun one to do. 
but I think um, because I was I've been on Big Brother Canada, you have to wait a little bit of time before you before you do anything else. So right now it's just a waiting game. But absolutely, I'd I'd hope to be back on Big Brother Canada. That's my number one. That's what I'm hoping. So, and Joel, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say, obviously, if I could pick one, I would pick the one that, that I was already on, and uh, hopefully I can learn a few things and, you know, win a couple of competitions down the stretch when it gets to, like, six or five people or so, and then hopefully a different outcome comes my way. That's always something that, you know, if you don't win the game, there's always a little part of you that thinks, like, if I went back, all I need to do is make this one or two moves, and then all of a sudden it's cake, and, and I'm I'm sitting there 100K richer. So uh, that would be number one. Uh, number uh, two, I don't know if you – first of all, I don't know if you need to wait for Amazing Race Canada. Hamza seems to be hinting a lot of stuff about the fact that he's going to be going on Amazing Race Canada. Really? Uh, he said a lot of that on well, – he 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 said a lot of things. I don't know if he's just saying that to like get attention or whatnot, but he did say on his Instagram live the other day that he and Carolyn were going on Amazing Race Canada. This wasn't the last they've seen of him on Big Brother Canada. He knows something that we don't know. He wouldn't get into it with me so much. So, but anyways, that's a that's a side note for like food for thought or potential spoilers. But um, other than uh, that, I mean. Uh, I'm an actor, so, I mean, some of my favorite shows that I've been uh, watching right now, I'd love to be on a show like uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I quite enjoy that uh, sitcom. I'd love to make a guest appearance or do something on uh, some sort of a sitcom like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm a big Andy Samberg fan, and I like uh, the mix of characters they have on that show. So that'd be a fun one to do. Oh. All right. And Veronica, you would go back on Big Brother... Canada too, right? Oh yeah. Was that yeah, for me? For sure. I, I, oh, for yeah, me. Veronica, you would go back on on BB Can, right? Oh my God, I better go back on BB Can. Like, yes. I'm <laughs> That's what I t- on the edge of my seat, waiting for a phone call, waiting for a twist, <laughs> waiting for a new season. Like I'm ready. You know what I mean? So absolutely. Yep. You know, they haven't even seen Bags quarter of what uh, of my game. <laughs> yeah, like you know, they didn't they didn't see anything. They saw a little sparkle of it. So I I would definitely go back on again. I'm hoping for it. You know, I, I'm we really hoping. We got to see all game, your sparkles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, would I you go so. back and watch other, like, seasons, like past Big Brother Canada seasons, or maybe go into, like, the international, go check out some U.S., go check out some U.K.? Um, if you were, like, asked to go back, would you want to kind of investigate just different scenarios and different strategies? Yeah, well, I was trying to before I went in the house, but, you know, there's 26 or so episodes in every season, and, and you know, mixed with school and life and everything that I had, um, you know, I didn't really have time to, but absolutely, I'm going to start even doing it now, and mainly also, too, because I've been on the show now, so you're watching it with a whole different mindset, you know, and you're you're noticing things you wouldn't before, and, and uh, you know what I mean, it really opens your eyes to the show a lot more once you've been on it. It's way more intriguing and I find interesting to watch now. So I'm definitely going to for sure. If I did, maybe I would know sort of the the uh, consequences of house meetings and, and how they work. I'm just <laughs> in your favor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But hey, no that. 
you never want to be the one giving the house meeting or the one that they're coming to bring in the house meeting to. You kind yeah, of just so want I've to be heard, on the side. So I've heard Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo, goodness. Um, Veronica, have you seen any of the actual episodes, not like the live feeds or anything, but any of the episodes um, since you've been home? Yeah, I'm up to I'm up to uh, last Wednesday, so I'm I'm uh, episode eleven is the last one that I've watched. So I need to see the Thursday of uh, you know Marin's eviction, and then I tonight. Oh goodness, I know it's going to be on tonight. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Joe, who is your pick right now um, on BB Can Six? Uh, you mean my pick to win it all at this stage? Yeah. I mean, I know it goes back and forth, and you know. Uh, you know what? I uh, originally I I said that uh, at the very beginning, just based on the pregame interviews, Erica was my pick to win. I do oddly enough, even though she's clearly the biggest target in there, I I, I feel like somehow she could maybe pull like a Kevin Martin uh, from last year, and I. When I, when I was breaking down the competitions for my show the other day, I was looking at the amount of people that had won, and I realized that Erica and Johnny, between the two of them, have won more than fifty percent of the competition. And yeah. those guys are like, are those guys are basically like clear sailing for this week. So they're both going to be competing for HOH next week. So why couldn't it be like a Demetrius and Kevin? sort of situation like last year. Do I think that's going to happen? I, I don't want that to happen. I want to see some other people get some power and see the house shaken up and see how well people can uh, strategize and talk to get themselves off the block and not just have to win. Uh, I, I think that uh, I think Kayla has a good shot of making it really deep in the game. And if she can somehow survive an eviction with Derek because I think it's coming to a point where the show match is going to get put up and then eventually going to get breaking up. We've, we've only seen it one time, I think, in the history of Big Brother where a show match has made it all the way to final two. So I got a feeling it's coming soon. If she can make Derek a bigger target for people and survive, then she's on her own. Then she's like gliding all the way to the end. People are going to forget about someone like Kayla. So I, I could see Kayla making it deep into the game. She's shown she can win physical competition. She's pretty sharp mentally as well. And socially, she seems to have a decent relationship with everybody. So uh, right now, I would say Kayla doesn't have the biggest target on her back, but she's also capable of building a resume, I feel. All right. Well, Veronica, besides Will, let's just pretend like, you know, Will <laughs> not there. Um, yeah. Who do you think you know has a good shot of winning it? And I just want to also say I love it in the girl power segment. So girl power because there's some yeah. crazy ass girls in there meeting game wise, and um, they're playing that house really good. Yeah, for sure. You know what? I've heard a lot of talk about finally, you know, trying to get Erica up on that block. So I'm hoping that someone makes that move in the next, you know, a couple of weeks and goes through with it because she's had a very easy, easy game, uh, you know, so far she was safe three out of the first four weeks she was, she was, uh, you know, in the house. So I don't, I'm hoping that it won't be her who wins, even though I think that she is the best all-around player in the house right now. Um, uh, who do I think will win? I think Johnny has a really good chance of winning. I think that uh, he's a lot stronger 
um, you know, mentally, like his mental drive in competitions is a lot stronger than a lot of the, the house guests in the house. I don't think that there is big competitions in terms of the physical comps. I truly think, um, you know, there was a small handful of people in the house that will be able to do well in them. In terms of winning, if Erica doesn't get out of the house, I'm sure she is a really good shot. And even someone like Olivia, you know, someone that can sort of just, you know, control the house and, and uh, you know, manipulate different situations. I think she has a good chance to. So Erica, Liv, or uh, Johnny are my top three to win. Yeah, you if know, what? well. watching <laughs> the show and seeing Liv, so we've seen kind of Liv, like, you know, playing the game. But you had said that when you left the house, you know, she was a surprise. It, and she definitely is. She doesn't really have, like, a, um, you know, like a face. Like, she just kind of has, like, a like a blank face at all times doesn't really show emotion which is yeah. I wish I had that I don't I, I do not have that you can look at me and go oh she's pissed or oh she's happy yeah you know but Liv can play that good and if she can continue um doing what she's doing um I don't think a lot of people you know I know they know that she's smart and she's good but I don't really think that they are giving her the um potential of what she's been accomplishing in that house don't you agree yeah yeah hmm. Let's just drop Veronica back Michelle? in the house and, yes, and make everybody right? happy. Just come through the tomb. Come through the tomb and haunt them all out. Exactly, exactly. Yes, Terry. We have um, another caller. I know we're getting down on our time, but we have another caller that I'd really like to bring up before we close. Um, okay. Well, we got one caller left, you guys, that we can take. Last call um, of the day. Last call of the day. So caller gonna make a really, really good one for Veronica and Joel. All right, sorry, no pressure or anything. <laughs> this is Stacked no in pressure, Florida huh? is back with us again. Hi, Stacked in Florida. Hi, hi Michelle. Hi, hi Veronica hey. Joel. Okay, hey, hey, Joel. I have hey. Oh, by the way, I rooted for you last time, Joel, too. I mean I know not last season, but the season before, so just so you know. Thanks, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Veronica. First of all, you were so entertaining. I was like, I can't say f bomb. My feeds are going to die now when you left. But um, thank you for the entertainment. It. Yeah, it sucked. Um, so I don't know. You probably noticed that Hamza and Jesse are Twitter teasing us on uh, Twitter about you know it's not over yet. So I want to throw a hypothetical at you. Ooh. I have a theory. I have a theory that there may be a battle back. You would probably be included in that battle back. And I think one of you will come <laughs> out from that crypt. I think that the bottom is covered with plywood and there's stairs coming out and you're going to come up through the crypt, whoever wins. So my hypothetical mm-hmm. is if, and I know you can't say you are or aren't, but if you were to come in the house that way, who would you immediately target? What, um, what uh, tea would you tell certain house guests and who would you trust the most? Ooh. All right, so if I came into the house, I definitely would be still grabbing at all the people that are on the lower end of the uh, the food scale right now. I would be grabbing Will, Paris, Maddie. Uh, you know, it, it, they would be who I'd be going after right away, and I would try to swing Johnny. I, I would try to, you know, because he's not really, I don't think, committing to anyone yet. He's very smart. But I would grab all of them, and we would gun for, you know, everybody that's on the opposite side of us. But the first person I would get out is Erica, because 
I can say in complete confidence that I could probably beat her in, in 90% of the comps that I played against her in, especially the physical ones. She doesn't scare me. I don't think she's a big threat, but I know the type of threat she is to everybody else who would be on my team. And the fact that she backdoored me and didn't allow me to fight for my spot in the house, I would be gunning for her, you know, guns blazing if I came back in that house. And I would be grabbing everyone else that sort of, you know, on everybody's, not on a, you know, they don't have a strong, you know, leader. They don't have a strong person to, to um, you know, unite them. So I would be grabbing everybody that isn't in that red room, essentially. And hopefully Johnny uh, would come with us because his best friend Maddie's in the house and we had a really close relationship as well. Yeah. Um, oh no God, shade at you. Awesome. Um, Veronica, mm-hmm. no shade at you. But there's something you don't know. Or if you do, I'm I'm shocked. Because it was on the feeds. Um when um, when Erica decided to backdoor you, it was because you wouldn't tell her the truth about the, the lie for the vote. That was the only reason <laughs> she really wanted to work with you. And it's like, oh, please just tell her the truth. Oh, you're too deep now. Crap. So um, yeah. just wanted to let you know, because you can't see everything on the feed. You can't catch up. It's hard for me to keep up. So No doubt. No doubt. It's also one of those things where – because, and I don't know how much fees anyone has watched, but if I felt the vibe that me telling the truth about it would have changed anything, I would have said it. But the, the way that everyone's minds work in the house are very sort of high school, clicky, not big brother game. So they would mm-hmm. just stick on the fact that she lied to us, you know, she, she constantly lied to our face. How could we ever trust her? It's not like we're playing Big Brother Canada or anything. You know, she was supposed to be our friend and, you know, this and that. So there was no way, regardless of what Erica sort of made it seem, that if I told her the truth, it would have changed anything. Because even if it changed anything for her, it probably wouldn't have changed anything for anybody else. Mm, and even, yeah. if they said it was, even if they said it was, they would have just used me for another week or two, you know, too, because they knew that I was a stronger you know, target or a stronger threat. And then they would again use that as an excuse to put me on the block. You know, I would have been having the exact same speech given to me, whether it was a week or two later. True. And I mean, mm-hmm. you don't get to watch the feeds while you're in the house. I mean, it's hard to keep up watching them from the outside. And I watch hours. It's ridiculous. It's obsessive, but um, <laughs> I know it's no, seriously, it's a sickness. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you who you would target, like who you would spill different droplets of tea, because you'll have a lot of information if you go back in. And I'm kind of hoping that's what happens. So yeah, Joel, what do you I think about that? Too. Yeah. It would definitely be, it would be one of them. It would be Erica. It would be, I would love to break up Ali and Olivia. You know what I mean? I, I call them yeah. the evil stepsisters. And if I broke up them and, you know, got rid of their best friend in the house, I really don't think that they have, they have a strong enough relationship with anyone else to stay much longer in the game after that. You know what I mean? I think right now they're seen as a duo. So it's smart for certain people to keep them around because they'll have no matter what. I don't think Ali or Olivia would ever vote against each other at this point. So I think breaking them up, especially because those were the two I was going to put on the block. If I won that HOH and I didn't give it to Hamza, Ali and Olivia would have been on that block that week and one of them would be going home because they can't win comps if their life depended on it. Um, so, yeah, it would definitely be Erica or Ali or Olivia. <laughs> Well, you know, I can't wait it would have been uh, if you did go for the HOH. I mean, imagine putting Olivia and mm-hmm. um, Alejandra up. I mean, it would have just changed the game, you know. So I know. 
that would have been interesting. Me and Melissa just sent Olivia home like our, we planned it. I think a lot if we kept Jesse, I think a lot of things would have been different. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for taking my call, and I can't wait to see you or Hamza jump out of that crypt and cause some chaos. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Let's keep bugging them. Hopefully, it's soon. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so yeah. much for calling thank in. Thank you so much for calling thank in. Thank you, Thanks, Jerry. Bye. Bye, Joel. Bye. Bye. I have Joel, one what do question you think about that? Oh, I want to just get what, Joel, do you think that they would allow, I mean, anything is possible. Anything really is possible. Sure. But, I mean, there's a lot of speculations going on out there. I mean, I know with typical rumors, typical speculation, but there's a lot of chitter-chatter within the, you know, the house guests and stuff like that. Do you think that, that they would ever do something like that? You know what? Never say never with the Big Brother Canada because, um, I mean, as fans of the show, we know that there's always twists that really you can't plan, you can't plan for. There can be some where you bring somebody back where people think it happens enough, but then there's things like coup d'etat that screwed uh, Jesse over in, um, in mm-hmm. season 11, or there's other such twists where it's like, how the hell do you prepare for something like that, that somebody's going to pull something out like that and then you're on the block and evicted two minutes later? Like, there, there's there's twists that have you can't control. I mean, they had on Big Brother Canada where uh, Topaz had to talk out her HOH and then everybody could see her downstairs, but nobody, like, told her, hey, just so you know, people can hear exactly what you're saying, and that totally sabotaged her. So um, would I be shocked? I mean... I, I don't know that that's going to happen simply because everybody who's been evicted thus far is on the outside and has access. So a lot of people would probably cry foul and say that it's an unfair advantage. But at the same time, on my season, uh, when my mom came and competed for me, my mom was like uh, was on Twitter. My mom was watching live feeds. My mom was watching all the episodes, and she kind of knew the dynamics of the house as well. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, and everybody whose loved ones competed for that head of household, uh, had access and had been watching what was going on as well. So you honestly, you never know with big brother Canada, I would, I, do I think it's going to happen? I, I unfortunately don't, but would I be shocked if uh, big brother Canada did it? I wouldn't. Yeah. See, like it would be cool if like they, if he walked in and Veronica was like, hey, I'm back. And, you know, we were actually out and were let out, so we know what's going on, where people will probably be intrigued rather and then, you know, say that, yeah. that, that she goes back in and she's safe for a week. So she has automatic yeah. safety. Now people yeah. want to be your best friend, Veronica, because they want to know oh, yeah. it, what it you know. Exactly. Yeah. So, holy shit, she's upset. She knows everything. Or the certain people that, you know, I want to be loyal to, I could be like, listen, this is what's going on. This is the plan. This is how we have to attack it. And, you know, the thing is, what Joel's saying, you know, it's an unfair advantage. I agree. But I, like he said, you know, I think you should, you, shouldn't, you should expect the unexpected. And Big Brother Canada throws a lot of unfair advantages on us. You know what I mean? So I yeah. don't think it would be crazy if they did it. I agree with them. I think, you know, with us being out, it's, it's, it's sort of a long shot, but I think it would be absolutely unreal. I think nothing would shake up the house more than if one of us previous house guests got evicted, especially if it was someone like, you know, me or Jesse or Hans, like people who are just ready to, you know, hunt after certain people. I think it would be insane. 
I think, I think that would heads be rolling. crazy. <laughs> that crazy would be in awesome a good way. Yeah. yeah. Really think about it. We have it. somebody I mean, in the chat room who who really wants to know if Veronica is going to start a YouTube channel. Rick Gus wants to oh, know. Oh, that's so awesome that you asked that. Well, I actually, I wanted to start a YouTube channel before I went on Big Brother Canada. I just wanted to talk about sort of life and love, my experiences. I go to a lot of music festivals and travel. I wanted to sort of, you know, um, really, really expand on my knowledge of, of those type of things. And and now I'm definitely going to do it. I have, a, I think I have a lot more um, ideas in terms of what I want to talk about. Um, I want to start, I don't know if anyone that was watching the live feed heard me sing at all, but I was very, I was, I grew up uh, writing music and I was very into singing and, and, and uh, was making videos at a young age. And I sort of lost track of it just with the, you know, life and, and the, the, uh, the mix of things, you know, adulting and all that. Um, but I definitely want to sort of get back to doing it again, right, uh, you know, singing covers and, and uh, singing some of my own material. And now that I have such an amazing, huge support system that will follow me and love me every yes. step of the way. It's a, it's a yes. opportunity to do it. So definitely in the next couple of weeks, uh, hopefully by the end of the month, I'll have my first sort of introduction episode out and hopefully everyone will share it and like it and, and love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, you Everybody's can very excited. on and Monday and, and let people know when you do get that um, up because people will be very excited to hear you sing and, um, and just to, to take in all your talents. Yeah. Would you do a Carly Rae Jepsen with me, Veronica? Would you do a Carly Rae Jepsen with me? Yes. Absolutely, I would. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Um, Well, before we we go, I just want to ask you guys both um, one final question. Um, So we'll start off with Joel. Joel, do you want to plug your podcast again? And also, I'm yeah. um, excited. You're going to be going to Reality Rally, right? Uh, I'm actually not, unfortunately. I, I took up a full-time job about a couple months ago. So, basically, my days are filled up until the World Cup, basically. I'm going to be uh, teaching drama Mondays to Fridays uh, at select schools all around Metro Vancouver. So, I, I got that cool gig about a month and a Ooh. half ago. So, I'm basically going to be getting paid to tell kids to shut their face for like uh, three 90 minute <laughs> sessions a day. So that's lots of fun, but I'm getting paid for it. And uh, uh, yeah, my podcast, uh, usually two days a week this weekend uh, on Sunday, I have for sure confirmed I'm going to have Kirsten, uh, who's the other gate crasher. We're going to, I'm going to have a lot of fun chatting with her on my podcast, Random Thoughts. Uh, I had Hamza on yesterday. Uh, you can find that on my YouTube channel, Joel Lefebvre, J-O-E-L-L-E-F-E-V-R-E. And I'm hoping to have Marin on sometime this week. He said he's good to go with that. So uh, once we sort of work out a date, stay tuned. And I'll have all that information up either on my Twitter handle, which is at Joel B.B. Can, uh, or on my Facebook, which is uh, Joel Lefebvre. Or Instagram is uh, JoelBBCan4. So follow me on there to get all the details of when my next podcast is. So the next official one is Sunday. There will probably be one before that with Marin. All right. Well, make sure everybody follows Joel so they know um, when his random thoughts. 
with Joel Arzan and Joel. So I'll be preparing myself to battle with you during the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. I've yeah, we now. have some. I, we have we have a lot of uh, rivalry, unfortunately, and a lot of history and bad blood given what happened in 2016. So it's time for. Uh, this World Cup is the 20-year anniversary of when France won the World Cup, so it, it's time to bring back some of that magic uh, for France and to exercise some of the 2016 demons, which nobody liked the result of that final. Nobody. Uh, viva Portugal. All right, Joe. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. We love having you on, Joe. And, you know, congrats with the podcast and um, everything you've got going on. Always love to hear from you. You rock and roll all the time. Thanks. Love you too, babe. Love you. Bye, Joel. <laughs> Thank bye, you. Joel. Love you. Say bye to everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, Joel. Say bye to Joel. Toodles. Aww. Don't forget to put Toodles on his Christmas list. <laughs> all right. And my Veronica, my love. Yes. Yes. We have loved having you on Manic Monday. Um, you did such a wonderful, fantastic job just really going into that game, playing hard, and leaving everything that you had in that house. And um, mm-hmm. from all of us, congratulations, and thank you for being so entertaining. And thank you for coming on Manic Monday. We loved having you on. For sure. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. Yes, and like I said, if you have any things that you got planned in the future, um, any meets and greets, just anything you want to pass along, you know, you got your YouTube channel coming up, um, we'll plug it. You can come on and talk about food for a few minutes, whatever you want to do, but just know that Manic Monday has your back, and we um, love and adore you, and we really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come and chat with all of us. Always, Michelle and Cherry, thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, this is the I part that we back don't again. like. It's the goodbyes. <laughs> we don't like the goodbyes. Never. But you know, uh, gone but never forgotten. <laughs> it's not goodbye. It's it's see you later or talk to you exactly. later. Exactly. <laughs> see you later, everybody. Thanks for having me. All right. Big hugs and Thank kisses. You, Veronica. Bye, Veronica. Bye. Bye. It's a tough part. What a great guy. Bye to Joel and Veronica. Yeah. She's exactly what I thought, you know, she's got that funkiness and she was just um, very great to watch on Big Brother Canada and hopefully um, we'll be able to see her back on soon. Um, We've got a little bit over, so I just want to say one more thing. We will be um, back next Monday. Stay tuned for what I guess will be. We'll be announcing during the week. And I also will have... um, some information um, next week when I come on um, to do Manic Monday. I am going to the television premiere of um, Derek Lavoisier's new show that's coming out on Discover ID. If you don't already have it in your calendar, jot it down that on April 15th, which is Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Breaking Homicide will make its television premiere um, and it will be um, starring uh, Derek Lavoisier. Um, I don't know if any of you guys out there are familiar with the type of uh, shows that he's been doing. He, he did the uh, O.J. Simpson 
um, three-day documentary, but this is actually going to be um, a weekly show um, that's going to be on Discovery ID. So I'm going to the premiere party, um, and I will be hanging out with Derek, watching it with him, and a bunch of other fantastic people, friends, family, and uh, people part of the show. So I can't wait to give you guys an update on that when I come back on Monday. Okay. There you go. Boom. Bam. Done. Cherry. Love you, Cherry Pie. Let's close Love out the show. Love you, show. All yeah. right. Um, I want to make sure everybody heard that. Make sure you're back here next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Michelle will be back here with more great guests and over again, so make sure you're back here with us. And everyone have a great week. Be kind to each other out there. Um, That's what it's all about. So here is Ron to take us out for the evening, and we hope to be back with you all next Monday for Manic Mondays with our great Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. Here's Ron to take us out for the night. Good night, all. God bless. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great show. And I just want to thank all of our listeners out there who are just great people, and many of them pitch in to help. So thank you so much for all you do. We appreciate you for all you do, and I hope that you enjoy the show, the shows that we do here. Um, we do it for you. We don't ask for a dime. We don't do commercials, and we do it for the fans. So it's so. Michelle, it's time to say good night. Good night, everybody. Sleep tight. Don't let the bug, bug the bed bugs bite. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> I couldn't even spit it out. I was like, blah, 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 blah. I think the bugs got me. All right. Love you guys. We're tired. Good night, yeah. all. Take care. Good Have night. a great week. That's a wrap for us. <laughs>